Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Aloha. This is Stacia in sunny Honolulu, Hawaii, and you're on board Flight 785. Flight 785 in the house once again for another week, and I am here. He is I, and I am him. My name is Kenyan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You know how I get down, and I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic, and guys, we have a special guest. My sister, Terry, all the way from a land far away is here. Terry, how are you feeling? I am wonderful, thank you. She is wonderful, folks. It is a great day. It is a great day. I am feeling good. Carrie, are you feeling well? Yes. You're good to go, and Terry, you are ready. Yes, I am. Fantastic, guys. This is the show where I grab some news stories and we chop it up. And I always have to let you guys know that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And I also have to let you know that I have what you call diplomatic immunity. What that means is I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers. So don't get upset, guys. Don't get upset. Feel free to email the show, flight785podcast at gmail.com, or hit me up on Instagram. It is flight785. It is just that easy just that easy folks so welcome aboard welcome aboard it will be a good time i guarantee so we always like to start off the show with what we have been watching so carrie what have you been watching on the telly me yes what have you been watching well we started twin love twin love with nikki and brie i guess they call themselves garcia used to be bella okay wwe twins right um it's a reality show. Okay. And uh, they have a house of nine twins and one house, or one set of nine twins in one house and another set of their sibling twins in the other house. Right. So they split the twins up in two different houses. And it's a dating reality it's a show. a dating reality show. Sure. Terry. Terry. Yes. Why are you shaking your head over it's, there? That was just high confusion. But go ahead, carry on, carry so, on. So you know, like Kenan's a twin. Yeah, yeah. And then You're his, just saying they split them. And up. then his brother, the twin, yes. would be in the separate house. Got it. Got it. it it's like a experimental, uh, an experiment to see if the twins fall in love with the other side of the twins. same folks. I see. Yeah. I yes. see. Oh, and how they can survive apart. And, and some of those twins had never been apart and they're like 22 years old. Right. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. So what about what else have you been watching, Carrie? Talk. To um, another show on Prime was Daisy Jones and the Six. We watched a couple episodes of that. What would you think about that? Ain't nobody got time for that. I it let, was all right. I let Daisy Jones and the Six go. Okay? I think we've watched like six episodes. Here's what happened. Not bad. Here's what happened. What's the Six what? Uh, I think it's members. the six, like a band. Oh, God. But got then it. they, I, I've seen the record with the six, but I've never heard Daisy Jones and the six. Okay. But I guess it was a music group, a group of guys formed a band out of Philadelphia. 
I think it's like a 60s, 70s thing. I don't know. It's before my time, before oh. I was born. Listen, listen. And, let's just cut to the chase here. And okay? Daisy the, Jones joined the six. Let's just, let's just cut to the chase. <laughs> I started watching it. Carrie wanted to watch it. We started watching. I had mentally checked out by episode two. By no, episode I think two, three. I had checked out, and I was looking on my iPhone 14 Pro Max. At, you do that with the good shows anyway. But I was looking at other things. I had checked out of that show. Terry, are you watching anything? Attention deficit much? Okay, don't do that. Don't, okay. don't do that. <laughs> I have been watching Customer Wars and Neighborhood Wars. I need you to be. What, what's I, I customer need, wars? Yes, I need you to be very pacific. Okay, prime <laughs> example. Try to make a quick customer wars. Lady in a fast food shop complaining about them going slow. Guy behind her talking about stop complaining. They're going as fast as they can. He starts walking away and says, "You don't need the food anyway." She slaps him, and then they. It's just an all-out brawl. And, I see. Yeah, I see. So it's like when customers don't get along in different stores and it's right. on camera. And it's on camera as well, or with the people who work there. How do they catch it on camera? Well, somebody's just watching, watching the show. Somebody's watching it. So that is what you have been watching. Is there a reality then? Yes, it is reality show. Yes, it is reality. So they just set up cameras and random no, 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 fast no, food no, restaurants. No. I'd be like they're watching i'd be there to get food and i'd see them starting to get into it so i'd start filming with my phone oh and then they pay people to send it in okay okay wow carrie just she's, takes this to a whole other level what well, in the does, world she does overthink things she okay. will yeah. go deep in, or quantify or uh, she, what, she won't called? go deep into the weeds no i Man. Listen, listen i checked out of this conversation about 20 seconds ago but <laughs> attention I, deficit I, like i, I, I said i digress <laughs> But guys, we need to talk about the stories of what we are going to be chatting about. And so guess what? We are going to be speaking of a Grinch. A, uh, you know, some people may think he's a Grinch. I, myself, well, well, we'll get to it. We'll talk about a Grinch. We'll talk about things that trigger people. We will also talk about what your order at McDonald's says about you. And we're also going to close the show with the Reddit forum, Am I the A-Hole?, where someone writes in and asks, am I the a-hole for something that has happened? So that is what we got going on here. Those all it, sound very interesting. Well, you know what? It's going to be a good time. I, you know, I try my best to make sure things are good. You know, that's how but we do what, it. There isn't going to be a learn something? You know what? We are going to do a learn. You guys, pardon me. I did not take my Ginkgo Bilboba this morning. I, I am off Bilboa. on my Ginkgo. Carrie, what, what are we going to be learning about? Please, please. <laughs> So we're going to have a discussion about the curious history of leftovers since it's the week after Thanksgiving. I see. I Got see. Fanta, you know what? I, I apologize for that, guys. My ginkgo so bilboba. a little bit of holiday spirit yes. and all of it. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> so here's what happened, guys. I'm going to let you know. Here is what happened. So, you know, people put their Christmas ornaments up and all over their trees. And then when they come outside, they put the outside ornaments, the blow up ornaments. Hey, you know? Hang on. Yes. I, 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 you mentioned ornaments. Yes. One of our children, I had a very interesting encounter this week. Yes. One of our children last weekend put a very disturbing ornament on our tree. I woke up one morning and I went, something looked out of place on the tree. I do, I do not like the color yellow. Yes. And oh boy. there was something yellow standing out on my tree. Yes. So I look over at the tree, and in front of my Texans ornament, there's this lampshade. All right, a lampshade <laughs> with a leg. 
a oh leg. Oh boy! Oh with, boy! With the uh, pantyhose that are what? Are, what are those uh, pantyhose called? Those yeah, crisscross pantyhose. Somebody just somebody just put their head and a into, black hill. Someone just put their head into the studio. Oh my! Oh George, the guy. What are you doing here, George? Get out of here! Do you Please remember continue. that lamp on the Christmas story that the dad bought in the big yep. box? It and was it in was the window. Big, wasn't it yes, in the window? and they put it in the front window. Someone put one of those ornaments on my christmas tree this of, week one of your children did that right Goodness. in front of my texans plate but you wow. did find the culprit i believe i did okay i think it was our middle middle child the second child I see. whoa well, well it, it probably he, it, he will be getting reprimanded he, no he's not gonna get reprimanded payback will be coming Got payback some way no. or another payback. embarrassment okay. will be coming well, right. it's always that. It, it took almost 12 hours for me to figure out who did it. I'll tell you what. It, it's you always, were my first guest, it's, though. Well, it's always that second son. <laughs> Guys, if you think about it, look at, if you have kids, look at that second son. That second son, he don't give a f- I'm going to tell you that right now. Aren't yeah. you the yeah. second he, son? Yes, he is the second son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boy, son of a biscuit. You that, just called yourself out. I'm just saying. That's just how, that's just how we do's it here. That is just how we do's it. But I digress. So, yes, we need to talk about this Grinch. You may say he's a Grinch, but we'll see. We'll see if he is a Grinch or not. So, Carrie, are you ready to find out what happened? Are yes, you I'm ready? ready. Okay, so here's what happened. You have people that put up their blow-up ornaments or their blow-up, whatever the, whatever you call it, reindeers and all that stuff, you know, in their front yards for Christmas. You know, a big old yeah. reindeers or Santa or whatever. So, guess what happened? There was a drive-by shooting, if you will, at one of the Santas in someone's yard. What? Yes. And guess where this happened? Can you only guess where this happened, Carrie? New York? No. Guess Texas. again. Texas. It happened California. in Lexington, Kentucky, the South. I, oh, no. Oh, boy. Here we oh, go. Oh, no. I'm thinking. Yes. Here, here we go. Yes. You have it's, issues with Kentucky. I, listen. No, I, I don't have issues. The colonel would be upset with you. I don't. Excuse me. I don't. Have, <laughs> I don't have any issues with Kentucky. I'm just saying this happened in the South. So it says. The moment a giant blow-up Santa is gunned down in a drive-by shooting has been captured on CCTV. The incident, which happened in Lexington, Kentucky, left an 18-inch hole in the Santa, which had, uh, you know, it was a place of 18 pride. 18 inches? It was One eight, shot? It was an 18-inch hole. Wow. And that was, that was the pride of some, for a couple. You know, it was it was that was their pride and joy. That I'm was in sure the front those yard. things that aren't cheap. The really? Father Christmas had been purchased just a few days earlier for two hundred dollars. Good night. The camera footage obtained by WLEX shows the car turning around while the sound of a firearm rings out. Mm. Seconds later, the Santa falls back and starts to deflate. Gary, eighteen inches. That's like. Uh, Eighteen. You would think hole. they it got slain with can, a sword. I mean, can you imagine? I think that's, that's horrible. I mean, can you imagine something like that could happen? I mean, why would they do something like that? I don't know. To to Santa. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Kenyon. Oh, what? good night, yes, Kenyon yes, Jones. Yes. Yeah, I like this. Diplomatic immunity. I said I may ruffle some feathers. Okay, can you imagine a silent night in Lexington, Kentucky, and you're, you know, you've got your Santa, 
you got your Santa out in the front yard. You're watching television. You're watching The Price is Right or that something. That makes no sense. Okay? And you're in the Christmas spirit. You just spent $200. And you you look outside. It's beautiful. And you say, I love you, Santa. <laughs> and then guess no, what happens? Don't play that again. Guess That's what terrible. Happens? That is terrible. Diplomatic immunity. Okay. I believe it was one w- shot, Kenyon. I don't think it was all that. You never know. I would, I would be yes. crying. You would be crying. You would be crying regarding this. This is ridiculous, guys. Truth be told, guys, I'm not a big Christmas guy. Okay. You guys might not know this, but I am not a big Christmas guy. I'm more of a Thanksgiving guy, but I am not that big of a I, Christmas guy. I would guy. call you a last minute Christmas guy because if we wouldn't decorate for Christmas mm-hmm. the week before Christmas I'd hear, it doesn't feel like Christmas. No, Why I don't didn't know you pull that. anything out? <laughs> don't do that. We didn't do this. Don't we do didn't that. do that. Don't do that. But it, listen, he's a last minute Christmas lover. I believe oh, I see. I you, see. you all might believe that this gentleman that shot Santa was a terrible person. Would you think that he, Terry? He is a terrible person. I believe that he's a hero. Did he go to jail? I believe that he's a hero. I hope Carrie. they caught him. I believe that. I, he's hope, well, I hope they make him pass out presents in a Santa suit I, for his term. There we go. You know what? Maybe he should sing a song. Maybe if they catch the guy, who knows? Oh, that's nice. Look at that. Oh. I love it. You know what? I love it. Diplomatic immunity, okay? I said it at the very beginning of the Carrie, show. you have got to get in control Diplomatic of this, this immunity. Don't get mad at me, okay? Don't write the show. Don't send me any emails. Write I don't want to hear it, okay? Email I don't want to hear it. Put it on Instagram. That said, I got what he deserved. <laughs> but I digress. If you guys can see the daggers that are that are at my way that are that are aimed at me right now, I've got four beady eyes looking at me very angrily. Six, the and, dogs staring at you too. Well, you know what? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. This is ridiculous. But I digress. We need to move on, Carrie. Should we? Move we on? should ve- definitely move I on because you're you're gonna get in trouble soon. Okay. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Terry, what do you think? What do you think if if someone would have done that to your Santa? What would you have done? How would you have felt? Fired back. I would have. Well, I would have looked at that car so I could figure out who it was and bring it in closer, try to get a tag number, and then I'd find him. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're I'd gonna find Okay. Him. Okay. Thank you. I, thank you. We're gonna move on. We're, we don't need to go any further. We don't need. To, <laughs> we don't need that. God, this is ridiculous. Okay, moving on. So there is, you know. You have to realize, guys, that in this season, okay, this holiday season, or in any season, you have people that want to, I guess, cheer you up, no matter how you look or, you know, if you have a bad look on your face. Right. But that here's, people are upset about that. It's triggering them. It says- To feel good or happy? Well, you'll, you'll see. A wife accompanied her husband to a colonoscopy appointment, only to be asked to smile by the receptionist. Sharing her story on Reddit- She says, I took my husband to the gastroenterologist to get a colonoscopy yesterday. Oh, my. George, get out of here. It was 7.30 a.m. It was gray and rainy. The waiting room was crammed with people either waiting for a procedure or waiting to drive someone home from a procedure. Christmas music was blazing or blasting from the speakers. Every time the receptionist walked through the room, she would yell the whole yell at the whole room full of people demanding that everyone smile. What's wrong with y'all? 
Today is a good day. Smile. <laughs> I can only conclude that it is borderline illegal to look unhappy or tired in public in America. Even if you haven't eaten for 24 hours, had violent diarrhea the night before, and are about to have a camera <laughs> shoved up your beehive. Boy, oh you're my. telling it like it is. To check for cancer. But she is not the only one, as other social media users also shared their experiences with similar conversations when waiting for important medical appointments and insisted it is worthy of a formal complaint. Uh-huh. Oh, good grief. So let me ask you guys, how do you guys feel if you're in a bad mood or you're at the doctor's office and someone comes up to you and tells you to smile? We'll start with you, Terry. How do you feel? I, it makes me feel better. I think it's really nice. Yes, I think it's really nice that someone is wanting to see me smile to try to cheer me up. Yes. I see. I see. And Carrie, what do you have to say about this? Nobody's going to tell me to smile. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Can you expound on that, Carrie? Can you expound on that? If I'm in a bad mood, I'm in a bad mood. Don't come tell me to smile if I've fasted for 24 hours or if I'm not feeling well. So, I came in there for a reason. So now, it, if it's somewhere else, and I come in a little grouchy or grumpy, right, yeah, right. someone tell me to smile or reminder I need to smile. That's okay. Okay, so but someone says for that, a colonoscopy, no. Well, that's someone not right. says that they have. Someone had said that they have resting bee face, which everyone knows what resting bee face is, right? We know someone that has that. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So someone says that they don't like that, and because they have that. And it says, you know, someone comes up to them and tells them to uh-huh. smile. They say, I could be in the best mood and have it soured when someone comments on my face. Like, good job, mm-hmm. a-hole. You had the opposite effect as what you intended. People do not like when you tell people to smile. And so, I, yes, please, go ahead. So here, here uh, on that thought, yes. on that thought. Yes. So, you know, I used to hate saying good morning in the morning. Right. I did not know that, Carrie. Like, absolutely not. I, I would wake up and I would tell Kenan, hello. You sound like your brother-in-law. I would say hello. I never said good morning till about 10 in the morning. Well, what? you know, as I said about... Do you know why? No. Because I don't know if it's a good morning. I just woke up and I hate talking to people for an hour after I wake up. I, I want it silent. No music. No TV. Oh, no conversation. Oh, my goodness. I, I would prefer silence. So, wow. But... Someone told me that it hurts their feelings when I was working at Macy's. One of my managers says, when you tell me hello, and he was just very polite about it. And I I took it with good heart because he said, when I say good morning and you say hello, it makes me feel like you're always upset or something. And it's, it's not, it's, it's spreading bad vibes in the morning. There we go. Why do you say hello and not good morning? I explained, well, I don't know if it's a good morning. He said, well, it's not going to be a good morning unless you say good morning in the morning. So when I looked at it from a different perspective, I started saying good morning. And you know what? It made me feel a whole lot better because I was putting positive vibes out first thing in the morning. So that itch face probably needs to go. So what I guys, what you're hearing is 
she's known me since 1994 and she would not say good morning for over 30 years but when she meets not some 30. when she meets some rando from work all of a sudden <laughs> and he says something to her it'd be nice if you said good morning then all of a sudden it's okay to say good morning guys i can't you tell you how many times she would wake up first thing in the morning and i i would have a big pot of coffee made or something and she'd come in and, and she said oh it smells like in here and i'd say well wait a minute and she said don't talk to me and then she said and she'll say you'll shut your mouth when you're talking to me it was terrible what? you're out the of the morning control. listen the morning guys was nothing but <laughs> It was terrible. Wow. That is not even, listen, true. Guys, it was so no. bad. It got to be so bad that even the dog would duck for cover. Okay. The dog would duck for cover because he knew what time because it was. Because you're full of poop. She was so angry first thing in the morning. She would wake up angry. Okay. I would Stop wake up and I would lies. say I would say good morning and she said, You don't know what kind of effing morning it's gonna be. You're on board flight seventy five. It was downright disturbing. It was downright disturbing and truth wow. be told it hurt my feelings. If you oh, all gosh. recall, I said I don't wanna talk or be talked to. She don't want to talk, folks. I didn't say she a word. She don't want to talk or be talked to. This is ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Absolutely ridiculous. You know what? I digress. We need to move on, Carrie. Okay. We need to move on. <laughs> so we all love fast food, do we not? Mm. Carrie, are you a good, are you a fan of fast food? Not particularly, but, you know, we all love to hate it. But every now and then you have to get some, right? And every now and then I'll sacrifice and get some. Every now and then she'll sacrifice and get some. Well, Once every two weeks. What about you? What about you, Terry? What it depends you? on what it is. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, a psychologist has decided that he will tell us what your, actually it's a female, her, will tell you what she thinks your McDonald's order says about you. So here we go. Her name is Joe Hemmings. And she has shared some personality traits, if you will, regarding, you know, what your, you know, your McDonald's order is, right? Okay. So everybody has their go-to McDonald's order. And so if your favorite meal is the Big Mac, you are a traditionalist, according to Miss Joe. And she says, you likely order it each and every time you visit McDonald's. It means you're a loyal friend, but you do share your opinions, Okay. And, you know, you are able to laugh at yourself. So that is for the Big Mac folks. Okay. What do you think about that, Carrie? Aren't you a Big Mac girl? Uh, it's either without onions. Right, right, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I don't know. That throws a twist in no, 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 psychologically. No, 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 I believe it's fine. Or, or I just like a Happy Meal with ketchup and pickle. Only. Okay, but Big Mac, you do Big Macs, okay? So if you'd rather opt for Depends chicken... Depends on how hungry I am, because I, I usually can't eat at all. Okay, so if you would, you decide you want to go with chicken selects, okay? You like the finer things in Oh, life. hell no. Those yes. are the nastiest and, chicken nuggets on earth. Eating selects, no, these are selects. These are the strips, okay? These are the they strips. strips? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know that. They have strips, and it says, you know, you... You like the finer things in life if you go with the selects. And you're pretty easygoing and will go along with your pals and the general plan of whatever your plans, you know, whatever your pals want to do. Now, if you are a chicken nugget person, you are the life and soul of the party. Mm -mm. You are positive and an optimist. And you're a great friend. That's because you got to talk yourself into eating those no, things. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. 
However, you may lack spontaneity and like to know what you're doing and when. Oh, yeah, that so, sounds like you. No, no, I'm not a chicken nugget guy. What I usually go you for You get four is, chicken nuggets on the side. Yeah, that's on the side. But <laughs> my the, main oh, thing boy. is the quarter pounders, which what I rock with. <laughs> with <laughs> cheese or without cheese? With cheese. Okay. And if you like quarter pounders, you like getting value for your money. Okay. And it's <laughs> unlikely that you will want to splash the cash. And guys, I'm on a fixed income. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, and so I do go. like good value for my money. I think okay? it's just because you used to work at McDonald's. No, so you know it. the best value for I'm your not, money. Well, you're not, a, you're not a huge spender, which I am not. I am not a huge spender. And it says you do like to ensure that your friends are having a good time when you're out together. And that's just the type of guy I am, guys. Okay. We disagree. Uh, that's the type of guy I am. Now, we need to get to my sister Terry's favorite meal, and that is the fish fillet. The McDonald's. No, but why don't you let fish, her speak for herself? Fi- well, no, no. I'm just going to say what they say about okay. people that like fish fillets. Okay. It's fillet. Oh, excuse me. I went to public school. You got to uh, do it fancy. So it yeah. says if you like fish fillets, you are a psychopath. It does not. It does not say that. Yes, Kenyan. that's what it says. I'm looking at it right it. now. It doesn't. Guys, I'm looking at it right now on my Windows 95. Not, not what I'm running Windows 95 Kenyan, right now. That is the program I'm using, Windows 95. Right, And right. it says, for people that like fish fillets, they are psychopaths. Now, Terry, you're a big fish fillet uh, fan. Now, can you tell us the last time you had a fish fillet? I have not had one since probably uh, March or March. April. Yes. Okay. And how did that go? How you did know it go? how it went. How did it go with I the got fish sick. fillet? I had you a did. terrible experience. That's why it's been so long since I I haven't you, been back there. You had I'm a terrible experience. So before you stopped I'll, eating meat, what would be your go-to? It was the fish it fillet. It was always the fish fillet. It was the it's, fish it's fillet. Like almost, yeah, it's um, either that or the, I would get a double double cheeseburger. I don't understand it. Okay, guys, my sister. And they've gone downhill so bad. I mean, yes. the fries have gone downhill and they don't even toast the fish fillet buns anymore. They don't. It's terrible. They don't. I don't so like now buns And then I got anymore. food poisoning. So now what my sister likes to do is, if you heard our previous podcast, she likes to go through McDonald's, get a fish fillet, and go to the dog park with her friend who plays the accordion. <laughs> yes, guys. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. You did not. Diplomatic immunity. Carrie, guys. it's not funny, Carrie. <laughs> yes. You didn't yes. say anything. Can yes. Yes. You, know, you are digging guys, yourself into a tell, bigger I'm and just, bigger hole, mister. There's going to be a big hole in There's the backyard. Be a reckoning. I, I just don't understand it, guys. I really don't understand it. There will it. be a reckoning. She you enjoys wait. a good fish fillet. And, Daggers are coming again. And accordion mm. with her friend. What is what is your friend who plays the accordion? What is his name? Is it Franz? or? It Hans? is Richard. And his dog's name is Lucky. Okay. All right. So we got it, guys. <laughs> we have got it. Her friend's name is Dick. Oh, my. George Takai, yeah. get out of here. And he does enjoy a I know good, I said Richard. A good, a good accordion music in the park, guys. We take all types of, we take all types of, you know, people here on Flight 785. We love everyone. Right, Gary? Do we not love everyone? Yes, of course. We love everyone. Even folks that play the accordion to dogs 
in the park. I think you're very. skewing the story. Yeah, he is skewing it very well, much. Let's, very let's, much so. You know what? Let's move on. I think it would be best to move on. Why do we have to I, move on when he's wrong? I Gary? think I think it's time to get to our learn something. Carrie, do you have something for learn something? I do. What what do you have for us? Okay, it's about the curious history of leftovers. So what what are your guys' thoughts about leftovers? Are you for leftovers? Are you against leftovers? It depends on what it is. Yes. So you're a picky leftover. Um, just depends on what it is. Some things just should not be left over. What if it's a two, what? what, what, if, what where what do you draw the line? What if it's a two day old fish fillet? What? What? what where will you draw the line there? <laughs> yeah, I don't think she goes past thirty minutes. <laughs> I don't, thank you. Terry. Actually, no, you I shouldn't even order it. <laughs> that look Listen, on her the, face. When you go to McDonald's, this is the best way to do a fish fillet. I thought we were moving past. That. I well, thought no, we were you too. You go to McDonald's. You buy the fish fillet. Right, you go through the drive-through, you buy the fish fillet, then you go through the drive-through again and buy another one, and then you throw them both in the trash. But I digress. Yes, All right. definitely. What, what 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 are your thoughts on leftovers? Yes. Well, it depends on what it is. It really does. Uh, if it's seafood, I never do. I never eat leftover seafood. Okay? You eat a day of, and that's it. Yeah, day of, and and that's it. Because because you, you never know. What are you tuna in a packet? Tuna in a packet. Well, if it's in a packet, then you're probably got to eat, eat it, it, eat it when you rip it or, open. Right, right. But yes, I'm not going to have leftovers stay in my refrigerator more than probably two days. Okay. I usually will have one of my uh, one of the members of my my staff will usually clean out the refrigerator. You're not a big uh, spender, but yeah, no, you have staff to clean out. Well, your I have one of my right. staff. Well, listen, it depends on what you spend your money on. Okay, it's not about being a big spender; it's being uh, proper with your. Well, spending. I can't wait to well, get so my I payment have, for cleaning it, out the fridge last of, week. Yeah, I, there we go. Well, I have one of my domestic staff cleared out. I have a domestic <laughs> staff, and they okay. they cleared out. They cleared out after two days. But please, I digress. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. So let's get into the history of uh, leftovers. Leftovers have a story to tell because they tell us about the changes in technology and the attitudes both toward cost, value of cost towards dinner. Of course, leftovers became a standard in the 20th century with the invention of a refrigerator. I see. Before that, since there was no way to keep food preserved, cookbooks would often follow directions for a meal with instructions for pickling, curing, or salting the remains uh, yeah. to prolong the life of the ingredients. Oh, you, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. You gotta preserve that horse meat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> diplomatic community. No, your diplomatic community is over. You're going in time No, you have that so, horse yeah. meat. Listen, that horse meat has to be preserved. Make it happen, This is Gary. ridiculous. Then once they preserved... Not the horse meat. <laughs> yes, please continue. Those ingredients would be a part of another meal or food item. Yes, yes. After they pickled or preserved it. So it would, you know, lengthen out the food if you had excess. Right. I right. see. Can you guess the most interesting thing about leftovers? Either of you. The most interesting thing about them? Yes. Well, they taste better than the first day that they're served. Yes. That's what some people say. Me, I don't believe it. They I don't do. Believe they it. do because you all know, the spices and everything has been able to just get deep into whatever the the base food is, like spaghetti. You're able to 
you know, gets into the noodles compared to the first day you eat it. It's not. Um, I don't. I don't know. So I don't agree with that. It, it was not about the invention of the refrigerator. Just to let you know, it was the shifting of attitudes toward leftovers. I see. That is the most interesting thing about leftovers. The attitude about it. Oh, yeah. What, what was okay. the attitude? Because, like during war times, the Food Administration and Good Housekeeping would say, "Serve just enough. Use what is left, or leftovers shouldn't be left." over i see so and then by the 1960s most american homes had refrigerators and electricity improving the food life having fast food and frozen meals was seemed easier than packing leftovers so people moved away from leftovers okay okay another factor that influenced leftovers popularity was the lack of women or was the fact that women were entering the workforce. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so they wouldn't have fixed a meal, more than likely. No. So in the 1960s, okay. 1970s, yes. etiquette columns commented on questions about were doggy bags, you know, popular and can you serve them to guests? In which the, they ridiculed and said it was cool at the time to go ahead and serve leftovers. It was okay. To guests, like like yes. someone comes over to your house. Let yes. me get this straight. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> someone comes over to your house expecting fresh food, and you they said it was not like cool. you invite them over. Yes, and and, and yes, but they let said me pull it wasn't tu- cool. Let me pull this Tupperware lo- out. But it's, they said it wasn't cool. Okay. Was not cool. Okay, to not serve cool. leftovers at because the time. it's like they're eating the food that you've eaten off your plate. Oh hell no! Doggy bags, yes, but leftovers, no. Okay, okay. So during the 1970s to the 19 to 1996, when portion sizes grew by like 50 percent, comfort meals such as stews and uh, are better the next day, like you said. So leftovers came back into popularity for sensory reasons, and yeah. uh, so that horse meat. <laughs> It said, and it said by a Gallup poll. A Gallup poll. Of course. <laughs> I, Guys. As I'm reading it, I'm like, are wow. you serious? Wow. No, what the hell? I, I'm just saying. Did you get in my locked cabinet and read my thing? Listen, I have an engineer named Jackson, and he stays on the sound drops. So the opinion said that currently 76% of Americans make a repeat meal out of leftovers once a week. I see. So, and about 48% of Americans use leftovers as ingredients in new meals, at least weekly. So I know me, if I am going to grill chicken, this is how I usually stretch things, right? I'll grill chicken on Monday, Uh right? And I'll grill like two extra pieces of chicken. Right, right. So then we have grilled chicken with two sides. Right. Right broccoli something else probably sweet potato maybe or something right yes and then the next day i'll take those two pieces of grilled chicken i'll chop them up and make some kind of pasta right oh, there right. you go out okay. of it okay yeah. so that that's using leftovers quote right. unquote right right but how long do you think terry should you keep leftovers in the fridge in the fridge yikes well, not on the counter. Right, right. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I think you could keep them like three days. Three days? Three or four days. Yes, I do. And Kenan, you said two days, right? Yes. No, it's longer than two days. Yes. 
It's longer well, than th- well, it's forty-eight I, hours. Well, I wouldn't. No listen, way. Well, I wouldn't forty-eight listen, hours. I wouldn't listen to Terry because I looked in her fridge one time and she had sauces in there from like nineteen ninety-six. No, okay. you didn't, Kenya. Bill Clinton was in office no, during the time. You that didn't. is true. She had Kenyan? stuff in there from nineteen ninety-six. That's it not was, true. It was ridiculous. It was downright ridiculous. So I know I asked you two if you're fans of leftovers. Yes. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of leftovers. I see. I, see. I like leftovers for lunch and it's kind of like how they said it's a sensory pleasure like a comfort food i feel like there's nothing better than taking a pasta or spaghetti from the night before and taking it to work because it reminds me of my warm comforting delicious meal i had the night before with your family breaks up the stress yep in the middle of the day, knowing I, totally I can agree. have a nice, healthy meal for lunch. I totally agree. So we're going to go around the podcast studio and ask, what is your favorite leftover? Well, that that was you. You're putting me on the spot. Favorite leftover. I would have to say probably uh, probably steak. Steak as a leftover. The, yeah, like you go to you go to the uh, you go to Roadhouse and say so you can't eat it all. Yeah, you come back the next you throw it in the fridge the next morning. Steak and eggs. Boom. Okay, there gotcha, you go. gotcha. Go. Favorite leftover: Domino's barbecue chicken pizza. Holy cow! <laughs> what? What? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! That was specific. Yes, yes, it's amazing. What? Throw it in a toaster oven, and it is on. Um, what is that and now? It, oh, I so, thought she said throw it in the toaster, but uh, you said oven. oven well, yes. Now, what is it again? It is the Domino's barbecue chicken. <laughs> no, you didn't. Can you? I'm waiting. Please continue. Can you? Please continue. It's I'm... really good. You try it. They've got a good crust. Okay. It's wonderful. My top three. I don't just have one favorite leftover because I love leftovers. Yes. My top right. three favorite leftovers. And since it's the weekend after Thanksgiving, right. mine is there's nothing better than the day after Thanksgiving eating a turkey sandwich. And let me be okay. specific. It has to be the slice of the breast right. on the turkey. Right. right. Slice just right for your bread. Uh-huh. On wheat, okay, with a pickle, yes, and chipotle mayo, <laughs> okay, and just a little bit of cranberry sauce slithered over what? the turkey. Oh wow, I never would have thought about that. I see. Oh yes, That's favorite amazing. with some just plain Lay's potato chips. They right, they right. also have lightly salted now. Fantastic. Per- perfection. Fantastic. Then my. A second tied to third favorite is spaghetti, yes, which is my favorite meal is, yeah. in the world. And then lasagna. Lasagna is the best leftover. It is way better the second day than the first. The first. Fantastic. Yeah, that's and that's all I got for Lauren right. something. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're on board flight 785. All right, guys. We got to get into the last portion of the show. This will be am i the a-hole oh, it is yes yeah people people oh, will write boy. in on reddit and ask am i the a-hole from this or that but before we get into that before we get into that i have to say when you talk about leftovers yeah i had a friend who lived in uh, fort worth her name was Teresa. i believe that was her name Teresa, and she went and she got herself 
some fish fillets, okay? And she got some fish Here fillets. We go. No, no, let me finish, please. It's very rude to interrupt, please. I, I thought let, we... let me speak my truth. She got some fish fillets, okay? And she left them on the counter. Why is there and a makeup the next, story the next in the middle you know, of the podcast? Next thing you know, she's sick as a dog. She is sick as the dog. I was sick. And why I did not leave it some, on the counter? I and, ate it immediately. And, and, and you know and what I was she told sick. me when I, at, you know, after she told us all about her trauma, do you know what she said to me when it came to ordering fish fillets again? There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> Fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You can't get fooled again. Thank so, you, George Bush. No more Thank fish you. fillets. No more fish fillets, I guess. That's not going to happen, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see, guys. But anyway, I digress. Please. So am on. I the a-hole? Here it goes. Yes. I am an American who has been living in London for about six months now. My roommate has been nice for the most part, and I've even come to enjoy her company. My only issue is that she's always taking jabs at America. To clarify, I don't think America is above criticism, and I have no problem shooting, you know, shooting craziness from time to time. So, when I first met her, I would laugh along and didn't feel any type of way about it. However, it's become too frequent as time has gone on. I've started to notice an obnoxious air of superiority every time she does this which really makes me feel not good at all. All right, she says that Americans are stupid, blah, blah, blah. All of my frustrations came to a head last night when she started talking about how disgusting it was that America is so fat, a topic I've heard her talk about many times. I was in a bad mood. I still tried my best to ignore her, but she just kept going. I've always wanted, or I've always had to bite my tongue when she talks about America, obesity, America's obesity, Odemic epidemic excuse me because <laughs> she herself is overweight oh, i finally God. snapped and stopped biting my tongue and said don't you think this is a little ironic she gave me a confused look and asked why she would think that and which i replied well i'm an american and i'm a lot thinner than you this conversation <laughs> would make a lot more sense if you were thin. if you were the thin one <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely exploded and told me I had no right to make comments about her body. <laughs> you have no right to talk about my body. After that, she locked herself up in her room, and now she refuses to talk to me. I made some beef stew for dinner tonight as a peace offering, but she still won't acknowledge my presence. I do feel bad about hurting her feelings, but I also feel she shouldn't dish it if she can't take it. Now, I ask you, Terry, is this lady the a-hole for saying that to her roommate? No, I don't think so. She's not. I don't think. However, she should have addressed it earlier than now by just slamming the lady about her talking about America. If she had addressed it before and the lady still did it, then it would really, really be fine with it. But I, I think see. it's fine. She shouldn't do that. I mean, that's I mean, that's the pot calling the skillet black. Come on. I come believe on it's now. the pot calling the kettle black. It's not the pot calling the skillet. <laughs> yes, it black. is. No, it's it's the pot <laughs> you calling know what? the kettle Terry black. Terry made something. Hold on, up. hold on, hold on. Quiet, quiet. Rick James just entered the building. Okay, the hell of a drug. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Thank you. You know what? Yes. If that's Terry saying, that's Terry's quote. Thank you. I believe. Thank it's you. the pot calling the kettle black you know what you want to know what i do yes gary i'd like to know what you would do please please i i, I agree probably should have 
stood up for America a little sooner, but right. since she didn't, then and she wouldn't talk to her, come out of her room, then I'd write a dear your uh, roommate letter and just spell everything all the digressions she had ain't nobody got time for that no you don't do that you, what you do is you punch her right in the stomach but moving on oh, we're gonna oh, diplomatic immunity we are running out of time we are out of time terry did you have a good time on the podcast yes i did i had a very good time until you start talking about Teresa and all okay. that off the wall I, I see okay do you have any final thoughts do you have any final thoughts for us you are gonna get god okay thank you for that thanks thank you for that i'd watch your back carrie do you have any final thoughts do you have any final thoughts for us carrie you, you're out of line this podcast diplomatic you're, you're, immunity you're on some what did he say well i do what i do okay i do what <laughs> i do uh, h of a drug Okay, (laughs) I'm going to leave you with this. Take your vitamin D, go to therapy, prioritize hydration, make a daily to-do list, keep your space clean, meditate, journal, stretch, focus on what you can control, apply actions to intentions, give yourself grace, above all, love yourself. I got no problem. Listen, I don't have. I don't. You have no problem loving yourself. I have no problem loving myself. I have enough love for everyone. Guys, blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you guys in two weeks. We love y'all. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.